Today's episode is brought to you in full by Heartlift International, a 5013C dedicated to creating and curating resources that make home and family the safest, the most secure place on earth. A big thank you to Colleen, a beautiful member of the Heartlift Central community, and I'm so grateful for your contribution this month, Colleen. You know how valuable you are to both me and the work at large. To learn more about Heartlift International, just go to JanelleRairdon.com slash heartlift-international.com. Welcome back to part two of my conversation with author, life coach, speaker, and ministry leader, Tracy Hester, author of Get Up Girl, Getting Unstuck and Living Free. I went back for my own knowledge and self and looked up the definition of stuck because, you know, I kind of have this thing for words. Stuck means unable to move or set in a particular position, place, or way of thinking. Wow. Is there somewhere in your life where you feel stuck? Remember our threefold chord here. What we really focus on is to have a healthy sense of self, healthy behavior patterns, and healthy communication skills. So in light of that, where might you be in your life where you're stuck in perhaps an identity crisis? Or maybe you're stuck in a certain behavior pattern that is just keeping you in quicksand and you can't move forward. Or maybe you're stuck in an unhealthy communication skill. Maybe it's verbal, maybe it's nonverbal. And this year, 2024, and particularly this Lenten season, these 40 days of moving towards the grand, beautiful aria of Easter, you would like to begin to get unstuck and feel free so that you can move forward and leave that behind you. In part one, Tracy encouraged us to allow ourselves the space to process our emotions. Maybe that's where you want to begin. I just want to allow myself a little space, some energy to process a hard emotion that you might be carrying. She reminded us that we can't fix everything. <laughs> we can't fix anything, really. I mean, we can fix a clock, we can fix a light, but when it comes to someone's human personality, it's pretty hard to fix someone else. And then she encouraged us to ask this question, where do I lose myself? And how did this happen? Are you getting lost somewhere? Me, I'll be vulnerable. I'll be the first in line. I get lost in overworking. Oh, what a surprise, you say. Just getting compelled, this deep drivenness that I've got to make a difference in this life. I have to help other people. And at the end of the day, sometimes, if not all the time, I lose myself and then my health begins to decline and that's kind of where I'm finding myself. So where are you? Where are you today? I just invite you 
to open the space and allow part two to speak to you in the most beautiful way it was intended. And may, at the end of the day, may it help you, dear Heartlifter, get unstuck so you can live freely. Uh, do you have a few more minutes? I want to honor your yeah, time, absolutely. but I'm going to move us into part two Okay. because this yeah. is going to be two parts and I cannot. So I, I, I wonder, was that the m- marker on your life map? Because you have a brilliant life map in chapter two that I have been trying to create myself. So now I'm just going to beg you to let me borrow yours <laughs> and use it with myself and all of my clients because yeah. it's so good. Your illustrations in this book are so good, by the way. And I know how much work it takes to create those. Yeah. So in in retrospect, in the hindsight of your story, was that the moment you felt God unstuck you? Like you couldn't get unstuck without the Holy Spirit coming to your aid and helping you get out of the tar pit. So in chapter one, I told you, I'm not going to let you go until you read to us. So pick up your book, Miss Tracy. Okay, I have it right here. And read to us because it got me so deep when you talk about these tar pits. So if you would just read that and then we will break that open. Yes. Well, chapter one is entitled Unlocking Where the Stuck Started. Yeah. A few years ago, I visited a museum near my home and became intrigued with an exhibit called the La Brea Tar Pits. (laughs) My normal museum routine is to look ooh and ah and then move on. But with this exhibit, I lingered a while to read the history of the tar pits. The La Brea Tar Pits is a national historic site located in Los Angeles, California. The pits are filled with this tar, which is a natural asphalt that has bubbled up from the ground for the past 10,000 to 50,000 years. The same type of tar we now use to seal roofs and pave roads has trapped thousands of creatures in these pits. Animals such as mammoth, saber-toothed tigers, wolves, cats, dogs, and bees lost their lives in the sticky, gooey mess. Why did they get stuck? From the distance, I'm sure the pits look like a great place to get a cool drink of water, meet with familiar friends, or capture that night's dinner. They had no idea this enticing location was really a trap. The tar pits are fenced in and animals are protected from getting stuck, but the sticky traps still exist. Mm. Most people have a stuck story or two they can tell. In fact, sticky, gooey, and messy situations seem to be inevitable. Although our stuck stories and the ways we navigate through them are different, we can all relate. Sticky situations can range from being stuck in California traffic to being stuck in line at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Or better yet, getting stuck in an uncomfortable conversation. Sometimes our sticky situations keep us temporarily stuck, which is okay, because we can see the other side of freedom. Eventually, the traffic and grocery store lines go away and the painful conversation ends, even if we don't like the outcome. The most influential woman in my life, my mother, has a way of encouraging me to get unstuck. She created motivational quotes 
designed to inspire me and keep me encouraged, especially when I was having one of my tippy, typical moody teenage bad acne days. <laughs> a lot. I love this. I knew when my mother was about to start a motivating conversation with me because she would not address me by my name. Instead, she would say, girl. <laughs> I love this so much. That's girl with her head leaning forward like a friend about to tell a juicy secret. She then quote one of her famous one-liners, girl, life might get hard, but you need to hang in there. Girl, you need to learn how to encourage yourself in the Lord because others will not always encourage you. Girl, you're not always going to have bad acne. One day you're going to have beautiful skin. And you do. Thank you. Girl, you can stay down for a minute, but you're going to have to skid up soon. It's After one of mommy's lines, I could get up from my emotional pain and the strength of the encouragement given specifically to me, her girl, and move forward because of the inner invitation that spoke, let's go to my heart. Get up, girl. Let's go. Mm-hmm. What a brilliant mommy. <laughs> So the book is named in her honor. It really is. You know, actually, it's it's named because of two things. Okay. My mom, the girl part. Yeah. But but actually, the let's go, the get up, let's go is is really the Lord um, leading me. I had a dream one evening, and I was on top of this mountain. Wow. And it was a really rocky mountain, lots of pit holes, and I was scared. Ooh. And I saw Jesus was on the mountain with me. He came and he outstretched his hand to me because I was I was down. I was sitting down and, and that hand to me represented, get up, girl, let's go. Yeah. And I asked Jesus, I said, Jesus, am I about to go through some more pain? Because I see all these potholes and all of this ugliness. He said, no. He said, I'm about to lead you to the other side. And um, we started, he says, we're, we're going to jump over this mountain like gazelles. Ooh. I am going to lead you. And so I the book actually came from my mom and it came from that dream. What that a beautiful I, dream. Wow. Invitation for all of us, you know, how Jesus just re- reaches out his hand to us and says, take my hand. I'm going to lead you to the other side. Mm-hmm. I love that. I just love that so much. You say that there are ways you can be stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I looked up the definition of stuck because, like I said, it's it's a topic near and dear to me right now, personally and professionally, having mm-hmm. a lot of clients that are really stuck. And it is really difficult really can be difficult to find out how to get unstuck. I've I've been very challenged lately professionally in that way. Like how on earth, what tool, what can I bring to the table to help these clients get unstuck, let alone myself, always first myself. But stuck, I, I was very intrigued. It says unable, which speaks to a capacity speaks to right away from the very beginning it speaks to at least my perception to a capacity that i currently do not possess yeah i am unable to move from a particular position or place 
or I'm unable to change a situation. Because there are times, which I may have refuted this even a year ago, that God can change anything. There are tools available. We can get you unstuck. It'll change. But there are times when, like you said to us, where God doesn't change the situation because he doesn't want us to be in the situation anymore. Is that a safe statement? That's a safe statement. And it it is confounding. It is. And um, I didn't always believe that. Me either. You know, I didn't. Um, I, I struggled with having a D on my forehead. Yes. A, a D yes. of force. Divorce. I, I really struggled. Damage, that. divorce, shame. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, Failure. It, it, to me, it was a contradiction. It, it, ah, it that's it. That doesn't line up with the word of God. That doesn't line up with the blessings and the victorious and abundant life that's promised to me in scripture. It just, it, I, I couldn't get my head around it. You just nailed it. It yeah. is a contradiction. It's a contradiction. I, I now have, I think, a little bit more footing to to do a little more study myself to understand why I have been struggling and not seeing forward motion and helping people getting free because it is a contradiction to what I believe God can do. Yes. But he is, it, he, sometimes he confounds us, right? He does create situations and circumstances where we're unable to move from a particular position or place and unable to change a situation in and of myself. In and of myself, which is why we have to rely upon the Lord. We have to reply, rely right. upon God. And trust the confusion, trust, because he's, he's actually inviting you into a growth process Yep. <laughs> that only he understands and sees. And so you just have to get in your quiet place in your bed and put the book on your chest and go, I, uh, hello, God, I am dumbfounded. I got nothing. You I'm going to give you permission. Up. Right. You know, Janelle, I would have never thought eight years later, I would be remarried. I would have written two books. And that I would have a ministry where I am ministering to women and holding hope for women. I I, I couldn't see that. That's where you were when I met you. You were like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I I never asked to be a writer, an author. What the heck am I doing in the middle of this group of people? I'm so out of my zone. Right. You're top salesperson. You're kicking it great in your career. And now there's this massive shift to come over into author land, which is so much fun. <laughs> Sarcasm included. Right. It's like a fish out of water is what you said. Fish out of water. But he invited you into that. He did. And, you know, I remember on my way home, plane ride home, I was like, God, why did you have me come to that? Yeah, I'm curious. He began to say, I want you to make connections with these ladies because I'm going to use this for something. And and I remember just uh, talking with some ladies, Julie, who does the Arise mm-hmm. Daily Devotional. And I, you know, it's like, God said, start writing, start doing it. Oh. I'm not confident. Do it anyway. 
You know, yeah. I'm and with you. So good. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he just began to force me uh, to trust him because he was leading me into a gifting that I didn't even know existed. I mean, I'm not discovering our right. right. Come on now. I know. So cool. I love it. It's so inspiring. Okay. So you write, and it's on page 10. When we are stuck, Mm -hmm. we are unable, you definitely define it. We are unable to move forward in our life and reach our true potential. Mm-hmm. I think that's the greatest, most damaging part of the being stuck is that we are like in that tar pit, right? We we just are immobilized. Yes. And there's no growth. It's actually death. It is. Like the Labria tar pits, right? Yes. So what's keeping you from achieving your highest potential? The other thing that I love that you you personify tar in this, in your writing. And I love personifying virtues or personifying things. And so that tar, thank God you went to that museum. (laughs) Thank God you got stuck at that exhibit. And that God star, I've been there. I've done that myself so many times where he just says, I got something for you to learn here. Right. And you're going to be sharing. So now in my head, I'm going to be personifying tar. Stuckness to me is tar. Yes, it is. And so you give us a survey on mm-hmm. page 11 to assess specific areas where you might be stuck. Check all that apply. Do you want to read them to us? Sure. Okay. Sure. All right. The first, I feel my circumstances will never change. I've lost hope. I process more negative thoughts than positive. Mm. I struggle with perfectionism, which leads to procrastination. I'm not able to complete the things I want or need to get done. My life feels like a maze. I'm making little progress in accomplishing my dreams. I don't know how to communicate effectively in a relationship, so I shut down. I have secrets I will never tell anyone. I I feel discouraged and confused about my next steps in life. I often wonder what my purpose is. I feel uncomfortable with establishing healthy boundaries in relationships for the fear of confrontation or rejection. Right. I hide my true feelings to avoid judgment. I criticize myself and others openly or secretly. I have trust issues with others. I spend too much time in my head telling myself what I haven't done. I'm afraid to take risk. I compare myself to other women. I feel guilt and shame from a mistake. I keep making the same misjudgments in romantic relationships. My identity is based upon my performance. I don't know who I am outside of my role or title. Yeah. I think I'll never be able to forgive what happened to me. So I big. Work I work harder to suppress my feelings of disappointment in the areas where I feel a void. I don't fit in or feel qualified as some at sometimes. Uh, you just nailed it, nailed it, nailed it, nailed it. And you you write, please don't feel you flunked. I love the <laughs> yeah. self-compassion here. If you've checked a lot or passed, if you've only checked a few, this is not a test and there's no passing or failing grade. Thank you for taking us off the hook. 
Everyone gets 100% for completing this exercise because you have completed the first step in getting unstuck. Recognizing something is off balance in your life. And I love the chart that you give. You have such great illustrations, like I said. Still yeah. processing it. I was surprised. I'm good. Let's go. I love that. <laughs> Possibly you've been stuck in a pit for as long as you can remember and you can't even imagine being set free. And I say that here all the time, that happy is really hard, that we're far more prone to the negativity bias in our brain. So we're far more comfortable with negative limiting beliefs. We're far, far less comfortable with freedom. I really believe that. I hope that's one of my next books. You know, freedom is really super hard. So you put, you Accepted being stuck is the only option available. It might even be comfortable. Well, I've got good news for you. These pits are not permanent. Right. You don't have to live in them forever. Becoming aware and being truthful with yourself and with God about the areas blocking you from experiencing your best life is where the transformation of getting unstuck starts. So I just want to flash forward to chapter two. On page 21, you have that beautiful life map I was referring to. In chapter two, you really do act as the transition transformation coach and help us really create our life map. And I, is this where you realized when, when you were doing, you were talking about all of a sudden I realized these patterns, is that what led you to creating this life map? Yeah, actually, um, it was an exercise. Um, we were I'm part of a leadership team at my church. Perfect. And I kind of created this life map exercise in my head and I had saw out there on Google and stuff they had life maps but yeah. we did an activity I completed this and then as I walked through uh, counseling with um, the woman who I work with we did yes. a similar thing with the life map so it wasn't all me but you know mm -hmm. walking through this process of, of understanding where the stuff started remember I said fourth grade right and it was like, I didn't I didn't know it started in fourth grade and so so um, I take the ladies through this process and, you know, this, I get a lot of comments about this life map. I this, like it. Oh my goodness. I just, I just didn't realize. So um, yeah, I like it a lot. You did a good job on it, my friend, real good job, because what I loved about it and had not really ever thought of putting it on a life map is that you put the age. Oh, age when it happened. Age. age is what got me. I was like, brilliant. Love it so much. I am going to ask you for the PDF or pay you for Absolutely. rights. Whatever I have to do is I do not need to recreate this now. I can give that up. I am allowing Tracy Hester to be my, my coach here and help me help others as well, because I love the age part. Right. And that, I think that's really critical to just yeah. take that time to reflect, it does take time, it takes energy to reflect back on these significant moments. I certainly talk about it in my book for sure, but yeah. I love this life map and I love that you have included age. Tell everyone about your beautiful course that you have, because I have a feeling there are going to be some heart lifters who are ready to sign up. Well, you know, um, I felt like the information in my book was deep. <laughs> it is deep. It it's, is. It's, it's approachable, a, though. It's, approachable. it's very approachable. Deep, yes. So at the same time that I released my book, I released a course, a 12-week course. And it, it it works with each chapter. So nice. we meet once a week. Um, I actually created a journal for my course. 
And um, where can we get that? Okay. Only if you sign up for the course. Okay. All righty. <laughs> That's good. Good for you. And so I actually take a small group of ladies. Uh, the last class I had, there was 12 of us and we go on a journey and we really dig deeper in the book and we take the time to discover the key principles. So in the journaling, there's the key principles. And so, but we come up with a plan. It's we're starting here with stuck. And then where do we want to be after 12 weeks? So it is a course that's guided by you personally. It's not one we can just go and work our own way through. You felt it was very important to have your presence. And I think that's very wise. Yeah, Tell us I'm, where to find you. Tell us where to find you. Yes. Well, let's see. Uh, TracyHester.com is my website. You can find me on Instagram. I am Tracy Hester or on Facebook under Tracy Hester. I uh, will be changing my na- name to Glass. So it will be Tracy Hester Glass. Oh, what a pretty <laughs> last name. I like Tracy Hester Glass. Very authorish. Yes. yes. Very yes. nice. I'm so Thank happy you. that you are happy. Yes, I am. I am. And that. So tell me in closing, I would like to just ask you, do you feel that you have found Tracy? You know, you felt like you had lost Tracy, that you had repressed God's true expression of yourself by being a peacekeeper, not a peacemaker, by being a repressor, by being someone who just wanted to keep everything uh, okay and in place. We like to frame that as coming home to our true self here. So do you feel like you're coming home and embodying the true Tracy, the essence of Tracy that got lost? Absolutely. You know, in my book, I talk about Tracy 2.0. Yes. Yes. Um, I love that. I like Tracy 1.0, but I like Tracy 2.0 better. Um, The more Mm -hmm. authentic version, the version that uh, really experiences God, the woman that's walking in her gifts and purpose and calling in life. And mm-hmm. so definitely, and, and you know, I, what I realized too, you know, she never arrives, you know, no, she's, we don't No, she, you know, Tracy, <laughs> you know, is constantly being, um, upgraded, rebooted, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And so I, I, I'm just excited because I, I, I love where God, what he's done and where he's taking me. And I'm just mm-hmm. excited. I have a lot of hope. I feel like my story is a story of restoration. Yes. So. I love that you said earlier that you needed an upgrade. Holy Spirit, I need an upgrade. Okay. I, I need an upgrade. So I'm just going to put that out as our challenge uh, from, I, I've been putting out prompts and challenging prompts from our conversations, trying to engage more coaching, I guess, in the podcast as well. And so I wrote... Uh, from your book, you I, I wanted to give this prompt. Have you ever, Heartlifter, have you ever felt you were not moving forward in life? Because that is how Tracy felt. She felt like she wasn't moving forward in her life, but you just weren't sure what was holding you back. So I want you to, to take that to heart, take some time to really consider I don't feel like I'm moving forward and I'm not sure what's holding me back. I definitely know I'm in some tar. So Holy Spirit, show me the next movement. And we'll talk about that over on Instagram. We'll talk about that on our private Facebook chat. 
And you can always email me, Heartlifters, if you don't want to put any of that out into a public space or DM myself or Tracy on Instagram. And you'll see that when uh, the episode comes out. So Tracy, girl, (laughs) you are something else. You are a radiant presence, a remarkable woman, and you are remarking in your life something so powerful and so beautiful. And you have invited us into that. Thank you. Well, it was a pleasure to be on your podcast, Janelle. And you know, my heart, I just love you to death for what I shared earlier, just just the real deal and Mm -hmm. how you're encouraging women to uh, discover heart because that is so important when connection happens. So thanks. Thank you again. You're so welcome. And thank you for helping us get unstuck because it is something that we desperately needed right now for such time as this. I'll talk to you again. Okay. All right. Thanks. Heartlifter, I want to thank you for joining Tracy and I today as we continued our incredible conversation about getting unstuck, getting out of the tar pit, man. Wow. I loved Tracy's vision, her dream, where she was on that mountain, a rocky place, sitting, stuck, unable to move. And Jesus himself outstretched his hand. Yes, he did. Close your eyes with me here for a moment. Jesus is outstretching his hand to you right now. And he's saying, I am going to lead you to the other side. We are going to jump like gazelles. Yes, 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 we are. So get up, girl. Let's go. If you would be so kind, meet me over on Instagram at Janelle Rarden or over on Substack at Heartlift Central, where we will continue this conversation and talk about all of these things so that we can move forward, not only individually, but as a community. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation through Heartlift International or you can become a subscriber to my Substack, Heartlift Central. Both of these are means of support for me and for the podcast, enabling this work to continue to be funded so that we can make this message of making home and family the safest, most secure place on earth to be. I thank you in advance. All that information will be in the show notes. Until next time, Heartlifter, remember, you have value, worth, and dignity.